All right, bradcooney.com. We'd like to welcome in hip-hop recording artist C. Wells. C. Wells, what is up? What's going on, Brad? How you doing? I'm all right. Doing good. I'm glad to have you on board, man. I'm glad to be on board right now. Right on. So you got some quite a, quite a few things going on in your career. I, I read through your bio. I listened to your song. Um, you know, when I read through your bio, the, one of the things that really reached out and, and, and grabbed me was the importance of being a, a community leader and you're, and you're a business leader in your community. I want you to touch on that a little bit before we get into the music. Well, definitely. I feel like that's the most important thing. The music is the small part of the whole equation, you know what I mean? Because being, I like to be hands-on, just like when I was young, when I was, when I was, I'm already still young, but when I was like 17, I enlisted in the military because I wanted to be hands-on. So I, I ain't come back home to not be hands-on with my community, you know what I mean? I come to continue that on, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do, man. So what branch of the service did you, did you serve in? I was in the Navy. Oh, you see, now that's why I knew I liked you, man, because I, I'm a Navy guy, too. Yeah, then you already know how it is already going know. around the world. I was an OS. I was an operations specialist. What was your rating? I was a GSM. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's cool. I didn't know you were a Navy vet. That's all right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, good stuff. All right, so then... um. Uh, you know, I read through more your 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 uh, bio. A lot of really interesting stuff in there, man. I was impressed. Um, so then you founded uh, Five Pointer Productions. Um, I want you. To, I guess that was in 2011. So talk about that a little bit. What was the backstory on that? Definitely, because it, it always been five life before I even left. You know what I mean? So when I left, I felt like it gave me the uh, tools and utensils to build it into. Uh, a major empire so when I came back I had more of the knowledge and more uh, hands-on experience because I thought I was you know how it is when uh, the position and, and chain of command and knowing things of that nature condition readiness you know what I mean right. so I had to come back and bring that aspect to my team and to my military on our goal you know what I mean I do now when you were in the military serving in the Navy did you, uh, were you, were you rapping for the fellows, man, out to sea? Were you messing around with music then? Yeah, I was doing a little bit of music because I was performing at, like, clubs. I was in Hawaii, so I was performing. I hooked up with one of the top producers out there named Mo Love, and I was going around and, and rapping at the clubs called Panama Hatties. Back then, that's what it was called, and, and uh... Uh, a few other little clubs, like the Pipeline, a few other clubs that I used to rap at and drop little music and stuff. I had a squad then, so I was already coming in there deep with my team, and it was it was lovely. Yeah, so how old were you when you first started rapping, and what got you into it? Well, I always started rapping ever since I was, well, when I was, um, let me say, when I was like, like, uh, 15. I started like 15 or 16 because I used to play football and then when I, I got kicked out of school and I had to go to alternative school and then I tried to come back to school and then football wasn't available like it was. So I was kind of, I was kind of sad, you know what I mean? So then I, I, I had a lot of aggression, a lot of anger, so I channeled it through the music, you know what I mean? And then I, we had a little talent show at the school. I went to Taylor High School in Houston, and I won first place. And then after that, I just kept on grinding with it. Yeah. 
So we got a few things in common. We got the Navy in common. Now, I didn't get kicked out of school, but that's the only reason why I didn't get kicked out is because I didn't get caught. Because um, believe me, I did some shit. <laughs> I just got lucky. <laughs> I just got lucky, man. I got yeah. lucky. Uh, Unfortunately, man, I got kicked out in the fifth grade, bro. I got kicked out in, in pre-K, bro. Fifth grade? The first day of school in pre Yeah, the first day of school in pre-K, I was going crazy. My sister was in the school that I was screaming for and stuff. I remember this day I was knocking over doll houses and and kicking the glass and stuff, and I was just screaming and saying all kind of things. And and I seen my sister, she came, and then they calmed me down, and it was just like they told my mom I couldn't come back until the next year. Man, you don't waste no time. Yeah, man, just yeah. My food. In the fifth grade, I got kicked out. I got kicked out of school because um, I used to. Uh, I went to a school called Owens, and um. Like, I had a relationship with my principal where if I used to get mad in school, he used to let me walk to his office and stuff, Mr. Hernandez. I remember him. Shout out to Mr. Hernandez. And when I go to his office, he, um, I was mad, and then I just tore up his old office and stuff, and then he just came back and he just shook his head in. Mm. After that, I was out of there. Yeah, you had, you, had, you see, and that's, uh, believe, it, believe me when I tell you we have another thing in common, because when I was... When I was 15, my mother died. She died of cancer, and it was really bad, too. It was a really slow, miserable, slow death, man. I mean, she, she just suffered a lot. So I had a lot of anger. I was pissed, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. When she passed away, I went through a range of emotions. I went through, of course, I was sad. I was mourning. And then I got really freaking angry. I mean, I got angry at the world. I was pissed off at everything. So I started getting into vandalism. Yeah, I was 15 years old, man. I was breaking windows, throwing rocks at cars, drinking smoking pot uh well you know smoking pot i did that even as an adult but you know what i'm saying like when i was when i was a juvenile i, I got into some crazy stuff but i just got really really freaking lucky i didn't get caught doing this stupid shit I, otherwise i'd have been in jail that's the only that's the only difference between me and a lot of people you know teenagers back then yeah. and getting caught is nothing good about getting caught you know what i mean so a lot of people be glorifying like you get street credit for getting caught no you don't no. you know you just don't you know what I mean? That's not a good thing. No, you, you're actually a dummy when you get caught. You're a dummy. Cause now you got to go to jail. And even worse, if you get into the prison system, and you know how that is, prison systems, Jesus, man, that's a whole, that's a whole new podcast. We could do a, we could do a three-hour podcast just on the prison system in America. Definitely. I have some brothers. I want to free, free my brother Lil D and free my brother Adriel and free my other brother that's in prison. Holder and my relative, little Kevin, just just and, and five point of leaf will free him too. So just free all my houses caught up in the system right now. It's seriously, man. Dude, there's a, there's a uh, there's there's actually a and I, and I know we're getting a little bit off. You we'll get back on your music your music stuff. I promise. Um, it's cool because I like to talk about what's going on in yeah, the yeah yeah good me too. There's actually uh, do you know that senator? His name is Rand Paul. Have you heard of him? No, I haven't heard of Rand Paul. Okay, he's from Kentucky. He's a he's a senator out of Kentucky. He's a libertarian, and he's trying yes. to he's trying to get a measure passed through that will that will actually um, remove felonies from from records of those who, you know, for, I, I'll give you an example. I, I have a I have a younger cousin. He's he did like like ten or eleven years in a federal prison because he stole mail. 
he stole money. He, he, him and his buddies were looking for money. They were trying to steal like Christmas cards out of mailboxes and stuff. And he ended up doing freaking like ten or eleven years, and now he's a convicted felon. And you know how it is. You can't get a job, a real job as a felon in America. You know, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It is. So you can't get a job as you can't even get a job as a military veteran in America. You know what I'm saying? And then you add, you throw in a felony on somebody, especially, <laughs> especially one of these ridiculous nonviolent felons. I can see now if you rape somebody or you murder somebody. You know, I can see why maybe that would stay on your record. But there's a lot of dudes in prison right now that have felons that are, you know, just, that that. But anyway, so Rand Paul wants to, wants to, he's trying to pass a measure where if you're a felon, you get out of prison. And you stay out of trouble for, you know, I guess three or four years or so, you said. That felon should come off, man. That will come off your record so you ain't tagged with that the rest of your life. I agree, because I don't feel like nobody should be punished for the rest of their life for one mistake. I feel like like it's inhumane to have them incarcerated in the first place and then for the continued the, the abuse when they, they're released. I feel that that's not right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a prisoner of war. We we don't believe in that, you know. I mean, I'm 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 fine with people going to prison if they do something stupid, man. If they like hurt, you know. Right, the right people, though, the right people, like if the rapists and things. Yeah, exactly, that nature, exactly, exactly. I feel like those people deserve, but yeah, but different other people. There's there's a lot of other people yeah, that really. go that don't deserve, just like you said, like your brother. With the situation of the, the 11 years for the male. That's, yeah, that's you see what I'm saying? So, like those people of the nonviolent crime. Look, there, there's, some, there's some people in prison right now that sold pot. They sold pot, man, like fucking 15 years ago, and they're still in prison over that crap. Just for selling some weed. You know, those are the and people they just, let out, man. How I look at things of that nature is, it's like, like the whole American government is. It's like the um. It's like I love this country, though. Don't get it twisted. No, nah, I'm you know I, I mean? but, I'm like you. I love the country, but I hate our government. I, I think our government sucks. Yeah, I think it can be improved a lot. You know, what I mean, yeah. it just need the right people in the right positions, and we can make it happen. You know, what nope. I mean, we got to be positive as a whole. I feel yeah. we're gonna make it. Yeah, I think I think you know what the two party system has problems. The whole Democrat Republican thing, man. I mean, that that that's one problem. There's so much division. There's so much divisiveness where one side's trying to block the other side from getting stuff done, and the other side's blocking the other side. I mean, and then every you know, me and you, people like me and you, suffer. We're the ones that that we don't have any control. We're not in Washington, you know. We got to deal with it. Yeah, it's, a, it's an entertainment game. They give you a. a, a Illusion of free choice, and they give you they give you illusion of of fun. You know what I mean? Of something that you can get involved into, so you can feel like you're a part of it. Because if you don't get involved to it, then you won't be a part of the game. You know what I mean? That's how it is. Yeah, it is, man. And it's really bad. Like, like I don't like extremists. I don't like I don't like right wing radical nuts, and I don't like left wing leftist nuts either i think you need to be moderate man everybody needs to kind of be in the middle a little bit otherwise nothing's going to get done and i remember when barack obama was president there was dudes on the right the right the right aisle they would they would freaking die before they would let obama get some stuff done i mean they were like we're gonna block this guy from day one we're not gonna let him do nothing and there's some saying you know what there's and i don't agree with a lot of donald trump there's a lot of things trump does i think's crazy 
but he's also a victim of the same shit on the other side. I mean, even some of the good stuff he's trying to do, they hate him so bad, they put personal feelings ahead of the country. So it's been happening on both sides. I agree because, you know what I mean, even with the, the Korea situation, because even when I was in the military, um, the United States was threatened by Korea, you know, doing situations where they was going to have missiles pointed at us, pointed at, at, um, at the biggest cities in our uh, country, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And we had to go out there for nine months to prepare to shoot it down, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. So it's well, being threat. It's just the citizens don't know a lot about a lot of things that's been going on and the things that goes on in this world. So, and, and then the people that's in control too. Whoever's in control of the media outlet oh, media will control thing. the perception oh, of man. the people. <laughs> you got me another, another, another. We could do two hours in the media too. Let me tell you, the media. The media is awful. The media. That's why they, they paint the picture. If he don't, if he don't follow the rules of whoever's in control of that media outlet, then then that he's gonna be painted a monster forever, no matter what he does. You know what I mean? Every day is gonna be something going mm-hmm. against him. That's gonna be blocking probably the the what the. Uh, normal Americans can see, you know what I mean? I do. It's terrible, man. I watch the media in America these days. Like when Obama was in there, everybody on Fox News, they, they, Obama, Obama could could have cured cancer himself, and somebody on Fox News on the right would have would have figured out a way to, to to blame him for something and not give him the credit. And the same thing's going on with Trump. And again. Believe I me agree. when I tell you, there's some things going on with Trump that I don't agree with. He, he, some of the things he says, some of his policies I don't agree with. But there are some things I agree with. I mean, he does have the economy you know, doing really good. Heck, he's got the African-American unemployment rate, the lowest it's ever been in 50 freaking years. Same thing with Hispanics. So there's some good things, but no matter even, even that, the, the, the left side will never give him credit, and the media always attacking him, attacking, and nothing gets done. That's my problem. Like the last two presidents, Obama and Trump, like him or not, either both guys, you can like him or not, but both guys, because of the media, didn't get everything they wanted to get done because of they were both dealing with the media bullcrap. The media gets in the way, man. But they're, I'm telling you, they're awful. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like by his tactics and the way that he handled things, I people to I feel like the people that's in the country that feel like they're in a safe place and want to be safe. You know what I mean? All the time, and and, and feel like that's they, that's the main goal to be safe. Of course, they don't want them to take up different things because they're comfortable with how things have been going in this country. So they want them to stay the same. Yeah, man, good stuff, man. All right, man, that was good. So we we got, we, we we talked about the earth and then politics, and we'll circle back around to. Uh, Big Worm of Apple City. Now I want to know what the title means. Yeah. First of all, very catchy title. Um, give, give me your thoughts on that and, 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 and the backstory on that project. Well, Big Worm of Apple City, that's my greatest project that's thus to come this far, you know what I mean? And if, I feel like this this um, project was done to like do it for my culture, do it for like the side of town that I come from, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I come from the southwest Houston, uh, Texas. A-League, so they call it Apple City, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. So I come from that 
I grew up around in that neck of the woods, you know what I mean? All parts of the Southwest, but I'm doing it for that size, you know what I mean? So I decided to put it down for that, you know what I mean? And I feel like I'm a big worm out here, you know what I mean? I'm the big worm out here, you know what I mean? I feel like, like the way I, I'm tackling this, the way I'm putting other brothers on, the way I'm building for a team, the way I came, love the the story, the testimony of a big worm in that city, I feel that's me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I and I feel like it's other big worms that's also out here in Houston, you know what I mean? And I speak for them, you know what I mean? Because I feel like it's a lot of rappers that that or musicians that the people are out of touch with, they feel like, oh man, this guy cannot speak for me. But I speak for the bosses and those who desire to become bosses those who desire to become great well said man good stuff i appreciate that because i was i was curious what that title was about what it meant so i appreciate that explanation you seen, you seen friday yeah the movie of course yeah and just like that big worm oh yeah yeah worm, yeah okay big worm of my city you know what i mean yeah 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 and no, no. another and from another way the big worm because you know the worms being the apples big worm of apple right. city you know what I mean? so, that, right. so it's, it's it's more than one hands of a dealer i listened to the song today i like it man i thought it was a great song um appreciate you brother. i really liked it i really did i listened to it like three or four times in fact um and i like the way it was mixed i like the flow i like the the vibe um i really did i like the song period so talk about that song a little bit how did it come together well, it's wonderful because I'm always creating music and Cassius Sky, he's an artist that I respect and his work is wonderful as well. So we linked up on that. I created the um I created the um my part and then he created his part and we just made a wonderful track. And then Hands of Adilis because it's it's also um it's also a story to that, you know what I mean? Because I feel like the person dealing the cars of life and the person dealing the cars of anything is the dealer, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's always in that person's hands, whether you're going to get a good hand or a bad hand. It's in the hands of the dealer because he's dealing the cars, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I just talk about real-life situations and, and what's, what we're going through and, and how life is and my everyday situations and what I'm going through, and I know a lot of other Americans and people are going through the same thing every day so they can relate to it and they understand it, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, absolutely. So who are some of your your musical inspirations coming up? And, does, and, and, and whoever you're about to tell me, have you used their music to, hate, to help uh, formulate, like, your style? Yeah. Uh, I like, um, I like all musicians. I like Rick James. Oh, wow. I like, yeah. yeah, I like, because I feel like I like all the legends. I like even, like, from, I look at all the musicians from, from all, from way back then to, to the, um, to the Tupac Chacors and Biggies yeah, yeah. and Pimp C's and Fat Pets and those of that nature, you know what I mean? So I, I look at all all the musicians because I feel art is beautiful. Even to even from the Scorpions, you know what I mean. And in the uh, I listen to all music, all, all different types of music from all different types of artists because I can understand the art 
You know what I mean? I can understand this might not this might not be um a lot of people might not understand or might not like it because it's different music and they're used to one type of genre or one type mm-hmm. of music, but I try to listen and see the art and the inspiration and why other people will like it, you know what I mean? So I can I love to, I love to listen to all types of music and I love the legends because I see myself as a legend. So therefore I, I have to look at all the past legends. Yeah, man. Now, and I really I, I can appreciate what you're saying, especially when you when you mentioned about about all genres of music. There's good in all of it. I mean, I think you know what's crazy. There's even some opera that I like because I pre- because of the the yeah. vocals. I mean, to be able shout, to sing shout that. Out to, huh? Shout out to Francis Fenton. You know what I mean? Because with my that's my uh, that's one of my vocal teachers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's a famous opera singer. Opera singer. Right. She's, she's wonderful. She showed me that I can I can go in the falsetto oh, range. Yeah. You know, kind of. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. So it kind of it heightened up my game, and it heightened up the experience that I can bring to the people. Very, very. That's that's so true. Um, you mentioned the Scorpions, of course. That's the the rock band from Germany. And you mentioned Tupac. Right. Now, here's the thing about Tupac that I that I really, really, really admire the most and normally almost every one of my hip-hop artists podcasts that i do tupac's name comes up sooner or later and that's when you know you're a legend man you know you're a legend when you come up in almost every conversation that that someone has about hip-hop tupac comes up sooner or later he's going to come up one of the things i really really admired about him was he's one of the he's one of the people that i say the most because he's a Gemini like me, so I study. I feel like they can they can view things like me, and they can perceive it it's similar to me in my process of of my experience on this planet. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so I I study him. I feel like the way he's he's gonna hold it down. He's gonna keep it real, regardless. You know what I mean? He's gonna put it down the way he put it down. I feel like he had a destiny. He had a he had a goal that he wanted to achieve, and he achieved it. I feel like he rather he rather die a legend than to live and not be a legend. You know what I mean? So I feel like I feel like he planned it and, and executed. That's why he's my favorite. You know, you know t- what I mean? Tupac. You know, I he I, I, have, I, I have he's a Gemini. <laughs> I have categories that I put certain certain musicians in. You got you got good you know you got good artists, good musicians, and then you got really good, then you got great, then you got elite, the elite level. So elite level to me is is Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix was so many years ahead of the game. He was he was light years ahead of, of the game. You know, um, Elvis Presley. Um, um, and I put Tupac in that same category because yes. also I put NWA because those guys pioneered and, yeah, and took on they, they took on the whole system. They, they took on the whole freaking system, and not only did they take on the cops, but they took on Congress, senators. So anybody who can yep. get to that level and they use and use that as a as a platform to change things. And Tupac also was the first that I can think of, the first hip-hop guy to cross over into movies. And not only was he an actor, but he was a really good actor. He was, he was a great actor. Right. He was doing movie after movie. He right. had so many movies in a short amount of time that he was on his way to being 
being like the Denzel Washington of his time. You know what I mean? Yeah, he didn't. He been like Will Smith money. I mean, he because he, he was on the way to making big, oh, big, big, big money. Oh, acting. Yeah. You know, so oh, yeah. And then he was gone because I can understand him if if you if I'm rapping and you you like what I'm doing and you paying me to rap then I'm a rap. And if if you like me to uh, act and you paying me to act then I'm gonna be the best actor. Exactly. You know what I mean? So whatever you paying me for is what I'm gonna be soon. You know what I mean? Yep, that's why I put Tupac in a different category. I, I separate him. Um, he, he's he's beyond great. He, he's in that elite category where anybody who's a you know you got you got people that like to follow, um, and then you got leaders, and you got people that separate themselves into total different categories, man. And he's one of them. And you said Big E before is another one. I mean, these guys, you know, the, the legends, the pioneers that came out of it, and this legendary status. Yep, and it's, and, I, and the way that that story went, from my perception of looking at it, I just knew that it was going, the way I, I know Gemini's think, I just knew that it was going, it wasn't going to be, it wasn't going, it was going to end the way that it ended, because I knew that he was relentless, you know what I mean, and what he was doing as well, mm-hmm. and, and I know that, that Biggie, you know, one thing that, that people don't talk about with Biggie, they act like Biggie was just just cool, and he wasn't really like like about what he was really doing, which they didn't really understand that Biggie had, like Biggie had Tupac rings and his his uh rings on his finger from after after that situation mm-hmm. that happened. So you know what I mean. So he, they that's why in the song that uh that uh was beef. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was like. See, you see me in your streets, your jewelry, you can keep it. That'd be our little secret, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's like antagonizing him. And, and, and so he like, I'm going to go to the ultimate. I'm going to fornicate with this man's uh, wife. I'm, gonna, I'm going to the ultimate. So so they just, that's how it just, you know what I mean? Then other parties involved, and that's just how it ended. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually glad that that the whole era of hip-hop's past us as far as the West Coast, East Coast thing. Because a lot of people got yeah, killed over, over some stupid shit, man. I mean, lost their lives over some stuff, man. And I'm glad I'm glad the music has evolved past that now. Um, I mean, you never know. You can go you can go back, but I hope not. I hope because there's too many talented, really talented artists that are, that are, you know, trying to get their craft out there. And this will get shot over some bull crap. You know, different, you know, that whole battle thing, the East Coast, West Coast thing, I hated that, man. I hated to see that. I really did. Yeah, I, I hated to see that, you know what I mean? But in that in that uh that time that really was like that still was the um I feel like that was out of like the rapping and all that, I feel like that was probably like like the uh best era that came so far, you know what I mean? There was some seriously talented rappers back then. I mean, yeah. seriously, man, it was talented. A lot of good music that was getting, a lot of good rap music getting put out during that time, you know what I mean? A lot of, a lot of artists that's legends like Jay-Z and other artists, you know, DMX and artists, that's when they was paving their way and making great music as well. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, DMX is another guy, if he wouldn't have gotten in trouble, DMX had a huge movie career ahead of him, man, but then he started messing up. But man, I mean, because he's a very talented actor. He's another one, a really good actor. 
Yeah. yeah. He great. He really his acting his acting really was I feel like his acting is kinda like um it's kinda like underrated because his acting was pretty good. Yeah. His acting his movies, he know how to get in the character. Absolutely. You know I mean? he, he was really underrated. He was a very good actor. Yeah, he, he was great, even in the, the Romeo uh, must yeah. die. <laughs> yep. He, he, he was, was good, great, man. man. He was good. Yeah, he you know, we didn't mention Ice Cube either. I mean, not, not, not Ice Cube. Uh, Ice, well, Ice Cube, of course, he was in the So you know how to study him. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know how to him and then how he... How he wrote for the whole NWA, how he he was the pen and the pad behind the movement, and how even when he felt like they crossed his hand, he, he didn't drop the little no Vaseline and, and did his yeah. little thing. So it was, I, I'm definitely, I definitely study him, and I love how his movies, how he transitioned to the movie game and being the director and the script writer, you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's, that's what it was, that's the business, because of, the business become more visual. People love that. Yep. You know what I mean? They love to see a lot of things. You know what I mean? You know who we forgot to mention? A, a crossover guy, another pioneer, man. LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Oh, yeah. LL. Yeah. LL. Man. LL was, LL was been doing this thing. He, he, he was like like one of the first major little sex symbols out here. <laughs> <laughs> you had that song, Rock My, remember that Rock My Radio song he had out, man? And boy, he come out the, he come out the, uh, j just from doing 5,000 push-ups, all chest oiled up with a Dita jacket on with a radio on his shoulder. Yep. Uh, exactly. for the girls and dancing. Yeah. <laughs> and he had that, he had that, uh, chip on his shoulder kind of, you know, not, not in a bad way. I'm not saying that in a bad way. He had that swag, but he had that, like, uh, attitude, kind of like a, not a, you know what I'm saying? Not a bad attitude, but, but, don't fuck with me attitude kind of thing. You know what I mean? Where he just he was very, very confident, um, and he just put it out. His music came out that way, too, when he rapped. Very. And what about Ice-T? Another, another one. Ice-T, he a hustler to me, you know what I mean? Ice-T a hustler, you know what I mean? I like how he did that. With, I like how he did his business moves. It's like... I like I like a few of his songs. I like the words of the songs and how he was doing it. You can tell that he was at the beginning and starting a lot of it. You know what I mean? And and it was like the the words that he was saying with his with his music. He was talking about the culture, what was going on, like the gang banging culture, right? And um and the good side and the bad side of the game. You know what I mean? So yeah. I respect that about him. Then he went into movies, of course, and did a lot of movies. He made a ton of money in movies. See, and the game crazy, so the game like, yeah, yep. you're gonna be a legend. You're gonna be a. You, you think you're a legend out here on these streets for um for making this uh making this type of music, this game banging music and this music uh music uh helping the culture and showing them both sides of the culture. We're gonna change that. You're gonna be a police officer now in all these roles that you play. Yep. So everybody gonna love police officers like they love Ice T. <laughs> the thing is, man, these, these these names that I'm bringing up are are in that category I told you about before. I these guys are in the elite category. They've separated themselves. Yep. You know, they've made because legendary the marks the marks that they made they made significant marks. Right. They made significant changes on the game. Right. 
open doors for guys like you and, and being younger guys and younger than you. Um, and the last name I'm going to come up with is uh, P. Diddy, man. Diddy. Diddy's another oh, yeah, one. Diddy, man. Diddy, hey. You talk about hey, legend. I party with me for your birthday. Yeah. You know, Diddy. Diddy. Yeah. I like Diddy because Diddy, do the moves Diddy moved on the, on the game was cold. You know what I mean? He played this game like chess. I feel like he was one of the best, best people to ever play this game. You know yeah. what I mean? Plus, I feel that, um, I feel that, um, as a producer, he's incredible. You know what I mean? He made a, a, a ton of hits that, that people seem to forget. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. He's, he's a great producer and knowing how to find talent. You know what I mean? And not only that, not, not only that, but he also, like, you remember way back in the day when, when Run DMC came out, um, they, they crossed over and, and collab with Aerosmith, the rock band, Aerosmith, and they had that song. Remember that song, Walk This Way? And Run DMC yes, did a collab I with love that song. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's a, that's, a, that's a, you know, legendary song. The this video come on every day. And then Diddy, and then Diddy came out and collabed with Sting. You remember that sort of, yeah. um, the, 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 the real popular song that Sting had? Diddy redid that and crossed over and made a ton of money with that song, man. Yeah. A ton of money. Yeah. Even with the Biggie project, he just, he understood how the listeners and the people were, were, um, feel when they, they hear a song that they kind of similarly liked, you know what I mean? Yeah. Back in the past and then that uh, feeling that they had to that song were attached to the song that the the new song that they're creating, and he was a genius at putting that together yeah. and bringing that experience to the people and giving them that feel that they long for. They you know people always long for that that old feeling again. You know what I mean? Yeah. They not they not ready for the new stuff. You know what I mean? They always want to long for that old feeling. Want to bring back the old feeling. You know what I mean? So he brought that. He he knew how to master master that experience and bring it to the people. And he got into reality TV shows and, you, you know, all those, remember those reality shows he did where, where he was putting together the boy bands and the, um. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, with Dyson and all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he made a lot, he made a lot of stars. And, you know, see, look, that was marketing genius right That's there. Right. You know I mean, he's the marketing genius because to, to have this, this, the world watching the, the process of a band going through, uh, uh, a certain situation and then the people watching this the people are already feeling the connection to the band already. exactly they're making About a start in the process yeah so so when they drop an album the people gonna support the album and then the people is gonna uh the people is gonna go to the shows and and they're gonna that's like reality star musicians you know what mm -hmm. i mean that's basically what that what he started you know what i mean he started the reality show of musicians like that yep <laughs> and, he, and, and he and he was on the show you know so he was also you know so his brand was was staying hot on the fires man you know and, his, and then his presence when he was on the show he know how to put his presence together when he on the show so that you like yeah. man what, what did he you know what I'm saying? He, exactly. He's gonna he he know how to be a showman. He's a showman. Yeah. He's one of the great showmans ever. I respect Diddy a lot. I like yeah. Diddy. I do too, man. I I, I respect him too. I, I I like the guy. He's uh, yeah. I I I agree. He just does a lot of good stuff for for a lot of people. Um, uh, and he's a legend. There's no question. All right, a couple yeah. more things for you. I want to talk about 
uh, back on your career, um, what? Okay, so we're almost like halfway through 2018 already. So where do you want to be, man? What do you want to do for the rest of this year going into 2019? What, what's your strategy? Just keep making great music, you know what I mean, and keep expanding with this because it's really that's what my goal is every year, you know what I mean. So like every year I put out a lot of music, you know what I mean. I do this all day, record what goes on in life, and then I put it into a musical form, into a vibration that the people will love, you know what I mean. And I keep it raw and I keep it real, you know what I mean. And I keep and I also make different experiences for people all day, you know what I mean? Like, like party, partying type of stuff to, to stuff that's actually, but when, when my party stuff is like, you, uh, your experience, you know what I mean? I'm gonna show you the experience, like you can fornicate in the club, you can do whatever you want to do, smoke in here, I'm gonna show you the experience in the, the back under, the underworld of the club, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, um, and like the streets, you know what I mean? I record from, I've been around the world, you know what I mean? And I've seen a lot of things, you know what I mean? I, I feel like a, a musician also should have like a testimony. I like, I like child stars, they cool, but I feel like, uh, testimonies. I feel like, like, like for me to follow you or to listen to a lot of things that's going on, you know what I mean? I wanna um I would like you to have some experience in this. If you really took over the streets and and you really didn't did different things, I feel like you know what I mean you gotta have some experience in this for me to really like yeah like of course. Take you don't be a fraud. That's what that's what you're trying to say. Don't be a fraud, man. Be yeah. real. And that's one thing I don't like is a fraud. Yeah. Because man. I feel like I feel like that's why I respect other musicians and other genres that that's like okay I, i'm a pop singer and i'm gonna do this pop music and wear these tight clothes and, and do different things of that nature and that's cool because i like i like prince a lot that's my one of my top five favorite musicians yeah, of all time. i love michael jackson i love i love rick james i love all those